We failed to make a breakthrough take. I'm just pissed that our uh, tongue twister podcast didn't get picked up. Yeah. Folks, they didn't want it. We sent it into the all the studios. We're real excited about it. Big guy chomping on a cigar. We're reading off tongue twisters as fast mm-hmm. as we can. And he's all, what is this? I can't sell this. Like It's got to have some sex appeal. I just start slowly undressing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we gave him ample sex appeal, but uh, it turns out that the world isn't ready for a Predator pee porn parody. The world isn't ready for me. Maybe I'm not ready for the world. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get famous in podcast town. <laughs> Mr. Producer. Do with me what you will. <laughs> he wants to actually twist your tongue. Sticks his big meaty <laughs> hand inside your mouth and just gives it a good ring. <laughs> what if... Uh... What if somebody came forward like uh, Russell Crowe or something and they were like, yeah, I also wanted to come forward with allegations against a powerful movie director. Ridley Scott, he would not stop giving me titty twisters. (laughs) My my nurples are permanently He purpled my nurples so hard. He said I wouldn't work in this town again unless I let him give me the purple nerf. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> poor Russell Crowe. Poor, poor Russell Crowe. Do you think that people are like, uh, he's kind of scary. I bet he doesn't get a lot of hugs. Russell Crowe, he seems like a guy who's uh, just drunk and hugging people all the time. <laughs> yeah. He's a huggy drunk, you can tell. Yeah, tongue twisters doesn't look like doesn't look like it's gonna be our our big breakthrough mm-hmm. into the world of podcasting. It's a little bit of a relief though. Yeah. So it's, it's tough saying those things. It's rough. It's yeah. rough and tumble. I biffed a couple of them, and I can't believe I did as well as I did. I mean, let's let's I, do I something easy this did, time, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it requires a lot of writing, and then also a lot of not fucking up. <laughs> and we're barely good at either one of those. Yeah, I do. I do have an idea for a podcast this week. I'd love to hear it. This is um <clears throat> this podcast is called Finance Leadership, the Expert Wealth Building Business Podcast. <laughs> okay. And uh our strategy here is we're just uh we're using every single buzzword we can in the title and then publishing it as a business podcast. Is it actually going to be a business podcast? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But I I don't think that we have to be good at business for this to work. Okay. Uh, Because I was about to say, the only business I've ever owned was my own lemonade stand. Mm. 
technically, I guess I own my own business in the sense that my employer does not pay me as an employee. <laughs> so I have to file my taxes a different way. That makes me a small businessman. I'm a businessman of one. <clears throat> Good Lord, I owe so much money to the government. Why is that? Because I don't pay any taxes. I just get paid cash. And then every year I'm like, it couldn't be more than this. And they're like, hey, it's more than that. And I'm like, oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's ridiculous. Well, maybe that's something we can uh, talk about in this uh, business podcast. It's how to get old Uncle Sam off your back. Mm, Yeah, that's definitely it's tax time. People are really maybe we'll. Well, no, I guess this won't come out in time for taxes are due tomorrow. Maybe maybe we'll add a it's the episode is called So You Forgot to File Your Taxes. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. everyone who's like, what do I do? What do I do? I know I'll look on podcasts. <laughs> I'll look and see what podcasts have to say about it. Are there any podcasts that explain how I can uh, uh not get in trouble for this? Yeah. How to properly file for an extension? I just found out that that if you file for an extension, they're like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Anyway, pay us now. <laughs> they're like, oh, no, it's not an extension on doing your taxes. It's an extension on, uh, I guess, saying that you didn't turn them in late. You can, you can turn them in late, but we're going to need that money now anyway, <laughs> even though you didn't get them done. <laughs> I don't understand how that works. I should be looking for a business podcast to listen to. What have I done? I've made too much money. Well, I mean, that that sounds like you have some pretty good bona fides for this podcast. Yeah. I made I my taxes are so bad this year. I stopped for a second and said, "Am I going to become a Republican?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh, taxed enough already. And I've got a little sign in my yard. What, what, do you, what do you think they need to start cutting so that they can take less taxes from you? <laughs> Who needs libraries? Yeah, let's get them out of here. I, I would like to see um, less... Listen, I don't I don't think we could get rid of the post office, but maybe we make those uh post postal workers wear less clothes, huh? Okay, I'm listening. Kind of like uh like a foxy boxing situation. <laughs> Crop tops and booty shorts all around. Yeah, we could definitely save save a little money. This is the way you save money. I don't want to get too much into the financials on our not financial business podcast i'm I'm not listen i'm a businessman i know i can't be giving it away for free or nobody will pay me for it Mm -hmm. but uh that's that is a a really good tip is just uh just trim a little bit of the fat everywhere you can for example uh i i love uh wrigley's five gum Mm -hmm. and they started stamping little fives into the stick of gum 
Like it's like embossed now with five, 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 five. And I was like, that's weird. And then I got curious. And so I took out my little kitchen scale that can measure very accurately. And they've shaved like a half a gram off each stick of gum. (laughs) They're like, oh, yeah, it's just a cute little pattern. I'm like, wait a minute. That's negative space in my gum. They've they've essentially cut five sticks out of every pack of gum now. Yeah, they should probably change their name to four. Yeah. It's infuriating. But if I was the one doing it, I'd be like, it's so clever. Uh, I'm thinking about next year for my taxes, uh, just pushing everything into one room of the house and then claiming the rest of it as office space. <laughs> like, yeah, I have 2,000 square feet of office space. And then me and the fam, all our shit is in one master bedroom. Uh, do you remember the uh, book series, The Boxcar Children? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Perhaps you could move into a boxcar. Boxcar is a, definitely an option, a way of life, lifestyle change for sure. It's not what I've... You're going to be, you're going to, you know, be spending a lot of quality time with your family. You'll never be closer than when you're living in a boxcar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, alternately, I could become a drug dealer. I already have the little scale. You have scale. the little scale, yeah. Yeah. So I could just. What are, you, what are you doing? You're weighing gum on that thing? Why aren't you weighing drugs? I know. Maybe I invent a new kind of drugs that comes in gum form. Mm. Maybe you can carve out a little negative space in your drugs. Yeah, little a little negative space in the market. I'll just settle uh-huh. in there, take the shape of a five. <laughs> They'll be when, like oh, when I was learning my five. numbers. Uh, I the way I was taught to make a five is uh, my mom said uh, five is a is a fat man. You, you you make his belly, and then he's got a neck, and then he's got a, a hat on his head. Yep, that's how I always thought of it. And then I thought about like how. Fat guys usually do wear hats. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? Probably to keep their head warm. Yeah. Or possibly to uh, to make their body seem smaller in comparison. They've got a brim there. Mm-hmm. It gives the illusion of a giant head That's from a true. distance. You say that's a that's that's a normal, that's a normal looking son of a bitch. That's right, and uh, that that kind of leads into my first uh, podcast idea of the week. Uh, this is the millionaires, like a milliner, but like a millionaire, milliner, uh, the millionaires red hot hat cast. Okay, and uh, the, I mean. Hats are big business. Uh, I, I guess we could be doing reviews of hats, but also there could be a historical component to it. And we, we see hats down through the ages. I know that uh, I, it was suggested to me that I look up uh, Mongolian hats this week, and I did, and they're they're lovely. What is a Mongolian hat? What do, what are they working with over there? They're, they got all kinds of different ones. They have just just about anything that you, you you could you could do. There's a special hat for it. Different colors. Uh, I think that they got little metal prongs on them. There's usually a kind of furry. Mm-hmm. They, they kind of look like a 
Sherpa hats a little bit. Okay, okay, but they got a point. Mm-hmm. I think I can picture this. And and it's there's not just one, so they they don't just share the one hat. Yeah, for everyone in Mongolia. <laughs> Ooh boy, I can't wait. I get the hat next week. <laughs> hey, can, could you uh, could you meet us down at the baseball stadium? George is up to bat next. He's got a. <laughs> Gotta wear the hat. Yeah, that's that's dangerous if they only have one helmet in the Mongolian baseball league. Mm-hmm. Well, it's shared for everyone. Same hat. They gotta <laughs> it, it if they get it before every game, and it just smells like uh, like hot grease from uh, working at the Burger Chef. Mm. They make everybody <laughs> at the restaurant take turns wearing it while they work. It's part of the uniform. Do you think that hat's been washed so many times you can't even really tell what color color it started out as? All the fur is starting to fall out like uh-huh. a beloved stuffed animal. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like the velveteen rabbit. <laughs> the velveteen Mongolian hat. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... There, there are you know lots of different hats that we could. I mean, we could do one on 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 the fez. We, we yeah. could do we could do one. Uh, what do you think is the quintessential American hat? Is it a baseball cap or is it a cowboy hat? I feel like it's the baseball cap. As much as as much as a cowboy hat, you know, for a while there was probably one of the most popular. I think it just falls into the same category as hats from an era when everybody had to have a hat. It was just one kind of hat. You'd have a top hat guy, a mm-hmm. cowboy hat guy, and then a guy with a little newsboy cap. Extra, extra, read all about it. Hats are in fashion. But the baseball cap is one. It it was around back in those days, but then it, it persisted, mm-hmm. and now it's like pretty much the only hat you see. It's for it's like the a, standard you know, at a rave. <laughs> Yeah, I think that I think that's correct. I I can't think of any. I mean, what are we gonna give it to Fedora? That's not S- happening. Straw boaters. <laughs> imagine imagine an alternate universe where straw boaters were the one that made it out. You see a guy with a goatee, and a pair of uh, wraparound shades in his car. Just want to uh, talk a minute about this uh, thing that Obama did. He's mm-hmm. got a straw boater on. Yeah. Camouflage straw boater. <laughs> Just the, uh, the the little ribbon that's tied around the straw boater is camo. Yeah, he's got a, a real tree Duck Dynasty straw boater. <laughs> <laughs> and he also, his, his wraparound shades are the little uh, Nez pints once you know? <laughs> that one also took off he's, he's a mirrored wraparound monocle and a straw boater with a camouflage ribbon <clears throat> now i'm just thinking about what baseball games would look like with all the straw boaters yeah <laughs> 
Would would somebody take their straw boater off and like catch the ball in it? Yeah, yeah, there'd definitely be some, but the ball would just go right through it. Yeah, it's not strong enough. Yeah. It'd be like in the the 2000s, everybody would be like curving the brim of their straw boater, but then like now it would be like, no, you want that straw boater, you want it flat, dude. Mm -hmm. Got a hologram on it. (laughs) Just lids, but it's just all straw boaters in there. That is all they sell at lids, right? Just embroidered baseball hats. They don't have any. Don't know if I've ever gone in and been like, can I see the stuff behind the counter? Yeah. And like, oh, straw boaters. Ride this way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're pretty limited. They they have one type of lid. Mm. I don't even know if they have snapbacks there. I think they're all fitted. Or they, they were once upon a time been a long yeah. time since I've been in a lids. You know, speaking of uh speaking of uh the hats and uh the, the hat store and being unlimited. I I just I'm sorry. I just th- I thought about Ducks Unlimited. <laughs> and how it really is pretty limited what they offer. It's Do mostly, they even sell uh, ducks? Yeah, see, that's the thing. <laughs> ducks Unlimited, you walk in, you want a duck. I'm sorry. We don't do drug ducks here at Ducks Unlimited. Yeah. <clears throat> do they have duck sauce? They don't have duck sauce. They don't got ducks. They don't got any I don't even know. Donald if or get... Daffy toys? Yeah, they really, uh, it says, oh, okay, I'm on their website. It says licensed products. And it does not look like they have any, uh, li- anything with a license from Disney or Warner Brothers. It's all just their duck logo. You, you can get a decal for the back of your car. That's $15. <laughs> American flag uh, COVID mask. Flyaway t-shirt. They got polo, camo, base layer. What does what all this go to? They give the money to the ducks? Is that how it works? Yeah. Oh, it's for conservation and hunting. It's like the most dangerous game. They lure these ducks in with all the money. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, why don't you why don't you go run around out in the marsh there for a minute? Just we're gonna we're gonna discuss something over here. You guys just go splash around and play. Do a few laps. <laughs> Stay within shooting distance. <laughs> you get the other half of the money once you go fly around in the swamp. Let us take a few shots at you. All right. I got a I got an idea for a podcast. Okay. This one is called Your Kickstarter is All Right. And this would be, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there is a podcast called Your Kickstarter Sucks. Okay. They make fun of bad Kickstarters. And I thought maybe we could do the opposite. Find some good ones. Yeah. 
bring bring a little positivity into the world. Be a ray of uh, Kickstarter and sunshine. Just find find one that's like, uh, you know, like something where they 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 just want a few dollars for their little thing, you know, and uh, maybe no one is even no one has even liked it, and then we just give them like the hundred dollars to do their design their uh, straw boater with the camouflage mm-hmm. ribbon. Yeah, open their uh, ducks truly unlimited, where they have all the ducks. You can- Ducks. actually purchase or just ducks. a company called ducks limited where <laughs> uh where we just uh we just have one shirt that says <laughs> ducks limited <laughs> mongolia's got the one hat here in america we got one shirt yeah <laughs> mongolia's got hats limited <laughs> just the one hat really we're sorry so i'm i'm on kickstarter Mm-hmm. I'm snooping around trying to find something that we could uh Here's uh <clears throat> Here's one called Diary of a Madman, a book filled with prophecy and tools for the end of days as well as encouragement during these times. And it it they have a $1000 goal, but they've only gotten $100. Risks and challenges, everything is pretty straightforward. The book is complete and ready to go. I just need help with the funding to get the copies out to the world. I'm praying that the body of Christ comes together to assist me in that, if it be God's will. Hmm. So this guy's got some prophecies here. The body of Christ is going to come together? Is it like a reanimator uh, situation? Yeah, (laughs) it's the literal body of Christ. And he's going to come and carry this <laughs> box of books. <laughs> he's going to do that old fish and uh, bread trick. It's like, I got one book, but zombie Jesus is going to. You know. Christ returns. He's riding on a pale horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, has the son of man returned to seek and to save? He's like, no, I'm just delivering this guy's book. <laughs> I'll be I'll be back again for that whole uh, uh, end of the world thing. Right now, this guy just needed some help getting his books yeah. out. One thing I always wondered about with books: uh, how do you get into those uh, scholastic book order forms that they give out to the kids in school? I think you have to be published by Scholastic Books. Okay, that's how that's the trick, right? Those are I all just so. books that Scholastic has. I, I I bought so many books out of that thing growing up, and I was always like, "Is this business practice? Like, uh, how how do they get the schools to give them to me?" Yeah, well, I think you don't see anything from like, uh, well, maybe you do. I don't know. They don't have like those DK books with like the diagrams of the Millennium Falcon, right? It's just Scholastic shit. I, I, know I know we got more than one. I, I think that those might have been in the other book order form. The the DK book fair that comes yeah. to your school. They just have like the how Harry Potter works. It's like a diagram. Mm-hmm. Magic. That's how it works. They have just a book of incantations. Summon the summon the dead and uh, another one to uh fix your backpack. Now I've I've been 
cruising through Kickstarter here. And uh, god damn, you know what? I gotta hand it to the those boys over at your Kickstarter sucks. I can't find any that aren't like I mean, I'm finding some that I think suck, but it seems like everything made its money. Here's one it's a the pet friendly candle company, fragrance company developed with pets in mind, and they have made <laughs> they have made. Almost 600 British pounds sterling off of a 294 pound goal. This is, this is candles for dogs. I was not aware that the candles that I'd been buying weren't dog friendly. Yeah, your dog hates these candles. Did you know that these candles can be poisonous to dogs if smelled wrong? <laughs> no, I didn't, but I do now. Yeah. And take my money, please. <laughs> our our business started with a vision to not let anyone else's dogs die the way ours did from smelling the wrong candles. Now, they don't smell so good that the dogs are going to want to eat the candles. Right? Oh yeah, I guess that's a problem, huh? Don't worry, it's non-toxic. It's all soy-based. Hello, hello, candle company. My dog drank the hot wax. Lapped <laughs> it right up. <laughs> Is he gonna be okay? It did harden in his belly. <laughs> <clears throat> what you gotta do is you just gotta get a heating pad and wrap it around that dog. Soften that wax back up. And then pour it back out the front end. <laughs> you just gently tip the dog. It's like a tea kettle. Pour that wax back in, back into the candle. It's still good. Yeah, it's harder than I thought to find one that needs funding. Jesus. This one is just called For Me to Create My Own Glitter Mixes. And it, they wanted a hundred dollars, and they got a hundred and eighty-eight dollars. What's so special about these glitter mixes? It's just this person wants to just mix different glitters together to make their own glitter mixes. So uh, yeah, can't get. They got a hundred and eighty-eight bucks. They already got all their money. So you can go and like spend $5 on glitter, a couple different types of glitter, mix it up and be like, I did it. Here's one that just says your profit. Mayan 2012 hoodie. I thought this one for sure. I I Googled prophecy because I figured there'd be a lot of bad stuff and cranks there that weren't getting their money. This is just a hoodie with the Mayan calendar. And then like, I mean, it's a really bad hoodie. $631 of $300 goal. People wanted this hoodie. Okay, here's one. Here's one that we could... Uh, this has zero... Z no one has wanted to pledge any money to this. The name of this project is Drawing Pictures of Muhammad. Ooh. And then it has a picture of Muhammad Ali. <laughs> oh. So... <clears throat> He might, you know, be getting some 
not the audience he wants then. I mean, it sounds like it's an all right Kickstarter, but it could be a little clearer. This guy is a college student who enjoys practicing free speech under risks and challenges. He's Oh, he says this is a social experiment and he's bringing awareness to the dangers of indoctrination. Risks and challenges. Someone might try to kill me. Yeah, I think Muhammad Ali. (laughs) This guy doesn't fuck around, man. He's going to sting like a bee all over your ass. This is seriously, I'm, I am blown away by how hard it is to find, like, most of these, even the ones that aren't, aren't there, have made more money than I can ever justify. What if we did this? What if we just listed, like, some of this stuff is like a thousand dollar goal. Here's, whew. this one says, once upon a time in Hollywood parody. These guys are they are producing a 90 plus minute comedy parody film. We need funds for the audio editor, music and color correction. Risks and challenges? No risks. Oof, this one sounds like a guaranteed winner. What do we got to lose? We give these guys $1000 for their You know what? I'm going to drop the link here so you can see okay. what I'm looking at. This I mean zero risks. This is a 100% guaranteed return on investment here. We're going to give these guys... The one looks like Francis from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> We're going to give them a thousand of our hard-earned dollars. I'm going to I'm gonna ask the, uh, the government if I can write off this thousand dollars on my taxes. I'll be like, listen, I had the money, but I gave it to these guys to do their Once Upon a Time in Hollywood parody. They've already got 90 um, minutes of this movie filmed. Is that... That is Francis, isn't it? I don't think it is. I don't think it is. That would be wild if it was. Also, wouldn't he be very old now? No, he doesn't age. He's this timeless. <laughs> he made a, a deal with the, the devil. He was the devil, remember? He was dressed up like the devil, melting Pee-wee's bike. And that's that scared true. the hell out of me as a child. I could not... <laughs> I could not handle that scene. Francis dressed up like yeah. the devil. That's That's got to be Francis slash... Uh, he's also in uh, Teen Wolf, right? He's mm. inexplicably on Teen Wolf's basketball team. Okay, I have a new idea. What if we just start our own Kickstarter with like a, a product or a book that we're going to... Yeah. Our Kickstarter <laughs> is all right. Okay. So that's and, the, and, and that's it, the podcast. Know, if if it's, it's guaranteed money. Yeah, it seems like everybody's getting money but us. I would like to start a company where I figure out if this is Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure or just a lookalike. It's start, my company. We, maybe we kickstart a podcast called Finding Francis. And it's okay. like that uh it's like that one that they did about Richard Simmons where they're like, He's missing. What happened to Richard Simmons? And then it was like, uh, it turns out he's at home. He just doesn't want us bothering him. (laughs) (laughs) NPR presents the mystery of where Richard Simmons went. Where we'll take in this eight part miniseries, we will look everywhere, starting with 
Hollywood and ending with Richard Simmons home in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> where, no where stone it turns out he was the whole unturned. <laughs> Even if we find him under the first stone, we turn. <laughs> Listen. We went out, we went out of our way to make sure that he wasn't in the first place we looked. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm excited idea. about that one. I, I like money. Yeah, and listen, we, we need money. Yeah. But, but yeah, I do have another one. Uh, All right. This one is uh, Podstock. It'd be uh, three days of uh, peace and podcasting on a, on a dairy farm. Ooh. So this, this would not be... This would not be podstock in the sense that it's like the analog to woodstock is not that we have all of the greatest yeah we're getting getting all the all the greatest podcasters uh one stage just okay see i was thinking that that that's gonna be a kind of a like a tall order especially since we just like made fun of the you know the guy who did the richard simmons one he's probably not gonna want to (laughs) come to podstock Oh, he'll want to come when he when when he sees who who all's going to be there. We're going to get Rogan, Marin, mm-hmm. Obama, mm-hmm. Obama. Yeah, that's right. Um, B Wolf. B Wolf's going to be there. We're going to be there. You're going to want to be a part of this, Richard Simmons guy. What about what about this? Because I'm I'm thinking logistically how difficult this is going to be, and I'm not saying it's not doable, but yeah. I mean, again, cutting trim the fat, cut the corners. We got to cut as many corners as we can. Okay, well, I I say that we, you know, just cut slash the budget uh, and and make it like a state of emergency where we don't have water or bathrooms for any of these people and then <laughs> then they'll send in the the national guard and the national guard can do all the work okay yeah <laughs> we just what if we just irradiated the united states except for this one dairy farm and then everyone <laughs> has to come everyone's just, everyone's just fleeing our fallout from our dirty bomb okay that's pretty solid that's another plan. way to get get the butts in the seats I was going to suggest that um, technically a podcast festival is just people watching other people talk and not podcasts at all. Like a live podcast is just a conversation. So maybe we're like, it's a podcast festival. All the podcasts are going to be there. And then we can list any names we want. And then when people show up, we just have a big iPod. Just plugged into. We got some speakers. <laughs> we come out on the stage and just plug in the iPod. Yeah. On a, we we, we on take one of the earbuds and hold it up to a microphone. <laughs> we just have some earbuds. Yeah, sorry, people. The, uh, that the that's going to save us a ton of money on uh, the appearance yeah. fees for all these guys. Yeah. You can't stop us from just saying your name on a poster. If we're just giving a list of what we're going to listen to, mm-hmm. come to this dairy farm, everyone. And then we also do the thing where we don't give them water and uh, just wait on the National Guard. To... <laughs> we, 
we're going to have like a bunker that with a trap door that as soon as that crowd turns on us, we just drop down <laughs> and seal the door from the inside. And that it's maybe we're never. Of, I say we start in there. Peace and love for us down in the bunker. We're just peacing out, loving every minute of it. I think we're going to have to do a Kickstarter so we can get uh, holograms of ourselves. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. we just, it's a it's the bunker, the, the roof of the bunker is glass, and then we have a 45-degree angle mirror mm-hmm. set up on the stage. And then and we people just are just going to like be trying go, to punch everyone. us. <laughs> it's like Someone that thing they do with the fucking tackle. quarter. I'm like, I want that fucking quarter. <laughs> <laughs> just three three days of angry podcast fans <laughs> trying to claw their way through three inches of solid lucite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I have a... <laughs> <laughs> We have a voicemail here. Okay. All right. So let's, let's, sorry. Let's go to the hotline. Folks, if you have an idea for a podcast, you can reach out to us either at our email. That's, we don't have a podcast yet at gmail.com. Or you can call us at the hotline. That's 702-763-2277 or 702-PODCASP. With a P at the end. Podcast was not available, so we had to get the closest thing. All right, here is, we have a voicemail here. I'm just going to play it. Um, Yes, hello. My idea for a podcast would be to talk about all of the different things that you could fit inside of a soccer stadium field, the field in the no, don't care about the stadium, but the field. Or how many things of the same thing could you fit in there? Like, how how many quarters would it take to fill up a soccer field? And how many um how many uh, uh light bulb <laughs> to fill up a soccer stadium field? I guess that's how that one ends. Okay. Now, this is... I find this interesting. I couldn't quite place the accent there. I could not but, either. But, but it, I was I was more concerned with... Uh, for a soccer field, like, I, I think of it as being a... Uh, something that has two dimensions. That does yeah, not guess, have the, the, the depth that would be required to, you know, have volume. Yeah. Well, I guess, I mean... I guess soccer stadiums, they're, they're on the same rules as, uh, like, oil drilling rights. Like, if you own a soccer stadium, you own everything under the soccer stadium to the core of the earth. Wow. You also can set up a no-fly zone around your soccer stadium. <laughs> Scramble the fighters if any <laughs> the blimp gets too close. <laughs> What do you think about the blimps? Is is the Goodyear blimp still uh, the, the the top blimp, top dog? Did MetLife ever uh, uh, knock the Goodyear blimp down a peg? I don't feel like I see blimps like I used to. I wonder I, how many I, blimps could fit in a soccer field. Hmm. Well, all right. I've just 
I've just looked up. Uh, someone said, I just looked up how many to fill up a soccer stadium. And somebody on Reddit asked how many soccer balls it would take to fill up a soccer stadium. And it looks like the answer is 180 million soccer balls. Ooh, I wish I could watch a giant blimp dropping 180 million soccer balls into a soccer stadium. <laughs> full of people. Maybe, full of people. Full of people. <laughs> I bet you could get 200 million soccer balls if you just grab the stadium and just kind of shake it from mm-hmm. side to side and let them settle in a little bit. Yeah. It's like when you buy the bag cereal and then you have the container for cereal and you pour and pour and pour and it gets all the way to the top and there's just a little bit left in the bag. And you're like, well, I cut the bag with scissors because I didn't want to use the Ziploc thing on the bag. So, I, so you're, like, you're like squishing the container, making it like bend out, you know, trying to get those Fruity Pebbles dolls settle into place. Mm-hmm. I guess we could just keep it to... Well, no, he said light bulbs. But I guess if you just screwed the light bulbs in the ground instead of, um, like, pouring them, just keep it one layer thick in the soccer stadium Mm -hmm. and figure it out. Quarters, that would be easy. And then, like once once we've got it full, it, it, will there be like a competition where somebody guesses and the person closest to it, you know, like you get five hundred million light bulbs? Congratulations, you won the prize. <laughs> hey, you figured it out. Go clean up all these soccer balls. <laughs> Some of them broke. Fine. <laughs> these are yours. Also, uh, you accept liability for any people crushed by the two hundred million soccer balls. <laughs> Um, yeah, we could, uh, oh yeah, apparently you can just ask people on Reddit and they will tell you how many of it, something it takes to Well, do that sounds thing. like a lot of our legwork just got, uh, yeah, give it These to corners are getting cut all over the place. Listen, we're, <laughs> we're barely wearing short shorts at this point. <laughs> We've trimmed so much fat. Just podcasting. From inside of our bunker on a dairy farm and yeah. our G-strings. Little bando bra. All right. Let's 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 ask the Podtron for some help. Okay. All right, folks. The, the Podtron 4500 is an artificial intelligence that we designed. We fed it the titles of the most popular podcasts on the Apple charts. And then it tries to synthesize similar podcasts by name for us to uh, try and break into the industry. For example, the Podtron has suggested a podcast called Dark Hymen, My Bony. (laughs) (laughs) And what do you think that that, that that show would be like? I don't know. I don't know. But boy, doesn't it grab your attention? <laughs> it sure does. Dark Hymen, my bony. It's kind of gross. <laughs> Just a little bit. 
But it could be someone's name. Hyman, I mean, it doesn't have to be the, you know, the, the thing. Yeah. The thing. I, I, I've never thought about. <laughs> it does sound like uh, the the speaker the the Patron is excited about the the darkness of this hymen. <laughs> it also it says my bony. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think that that, that is uh, something that uh, you know the Patron is saying to its penis. <laughs> it's his name for his penis. My bony. It sounds almost like my like a like a term of endearment for a friend. Mm-hmm. Like, what's up, my my bony? You see him coming out of the coming out of the mall with their fresh new straw boater. Mm-hmm. Dark Sick climbing, boater my bony. bony. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I would say that we could just do anything and title the podcast Dark Hymen My Boney and people yeah. are going to be like they're going to lose you their have minds. my attention <laughs> maybe we just call this one Dark Hymen My Boney <laughs> whatever we do you know it's it does not tell you what the show is it just all it says is uh, this demands your attention yeah Maybe we can, uh, yeah. We we whichever one we choose, we can just call it Dark Hymen, my bony. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've got another Podtron one here. Uh, this one also starts with the word dark. Mm. It's called Darket Place. Darket Place. I feel like we had one that was some something similar to Darket Place or included Darket Place once in the past. Hmm. But I think that this is a good place to return to. Yeah, Darket Place. Which uh, we're already talking about Kickstarter, but I was, I was thinking that maybe there's a black market of Kickstarter where where you got like the, you know, a little more legally uh, problematic uh, sort of uh, dreams that people would like to fulfill. I think that's called Indiegogo. Oh, is that they the don't place? they play it a little loose, a little loosey goosey over there on Indiegogo. You can be like, um, I am selling this amazing new thermometer. But then you can just find the same thermometer on Amazon for less money. Hmm. People are just reselling stuff and claiming to have invented it. Are they getting away with it? I think they are. Nice. I mean, honestly, we need to get Scooby-Doo and the gang to stop it. When you rip off Indiegogo's uh, mask, who do you think's underneath there? Kickstarter. Okay. It was Kickstarter all the time. (laughs) But I'm trying to think other things dark at place could be. I mean, it... Definitely could be a black market uh, podcast, uh, but but also it could be a new kind of jacket called a darket. It could be a podcast about uh, how everything's uh, dark now in all the stores because we put all the light bulbs inside that soccer uh, soccer stadium. Mm-hmm. We boarded up the windows. Can't we see put what all you're the buying. light bulbs in the soccer stadium. 
And then we pulled the trap door and dropped down into our bunker, safe and sound. <laughs> Aha. You have to clean up the light bulbs. You won. <laughs> Dark it, place. All right. I got one. <clears throat> this one is interesting. It's kind of, you know, there's that, the podcast with Bruce Springsteen and Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. This is another, uh, uh, the podcast has an idea for a kind of an interesting, unlikely pairing here. This is called Lex Friedman, My Brother, and DeVale Ellis. So the idea here is that we would uh, we get the uh, Lex Friedman, the uh, AI dork from the internet, And then uh, DeVale Ellis, the former uh, Detroit Lions player who now is like in Tyler Perry movies. Hmm. And then my brother, Josh. <laughs> do you think Josh would sign on? Yeah. I mean, maybe what we do is we just uh, we trick him into it. He's kind just, of a private guy, but we could, uh, <clears throat> I could call him up on a three-way call, four-way call, I guess. Then I just drop out. <laughs> then it's just. You just hit the record uh, button on your, on your cell phone and just yeah. record the whole conversation. Just hold it up to the microphone at Podstock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the, it's the unveiling of the new hottest podcast Alex Friedman, DeVille Ellis, and my brother. I don't I don't really know who either of those people are, even though they're famous people. But I had to uh, look them up. I'm not uh, gonna I'm not gonna lie. The Friedman guy, he's not in any way related to that movie capturing the Friedmans, right? I'm not sure who these Friedmans you speak of are. Oh, it's it's, it's it's a it's a documentary, and uh, the the dad uh, was a camera enthusiast and recorded everything. But he was also giving uh, computer lessons to neighborhood children and molesting them. Ah, and they made a really good documentary that makes you feel kind of bad. Oh, okay. So this Lex Friedman guy. Uh, yeah, he sounds like he's a huckster. So that's perfect. He's an AI expert who's been on the Joe Rogan show six times. Mm. And he has his own podcast where he interviews Joe Rogan and Elon Musk. (laughs) (laughs) The three amigos. Get him in there with the guy who, uh, did he actually play football? Although he played in the season opener against the Seahawks, he was waived from the active roster on September 11th. Was that what people are always talking about? Yeah. Happened Never on forget that day? when, what would you say his name was? DeVale Ellis. DeVale El- Elvis. Elvis. <laughs> mm-hmm. He, he was also, he starred as Zach in Tyler Perry's Sisters. 
Sounds like a brother, though. Lex Friedman is like, uh, now I'd like to posit, what if those sisters were artificially intelligent? They could drive cars. <laughs> Maybe that's what the next uh, Alexa or Siri is. It's just uh, a little more familial, you know? You're just like, hey, if, uh... sis! <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you look up a, a, a pizza place for me, sis? <laughs> what if uh, what if one of these self-driving car companies are like, we've discovered an amazing new breakthrough. This is, it's just a person. <laughs> it's just a guy who drives your car. Like listen, a taxi? This is way less... Way less accidents than any of the computers we've tried. It's just this guy. It's this guy. It's this guy from from India. And uh, here's the best part: he'll he'll work for less money than it would cost to develop the computer technology. We can just get him behind the wheel. Now, is this is this like the the one hat? We we only have one Indian guy to drive everybody's car. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just one guy. <laughs> He's in a circular room, and there's just steering wheels and pedals all around <laughs> him. And he's got a he's got 360 degree monitor, and he's just trying to like multitask all of the cars at once. Mm. They actually do that with those little delivery robots that like can carry groceries. There's there's no AI there. It literally is just remote controlled from a country where they can pay people less to do it. Hmm. Do you think that uh, if uh, you know we we've got him driving our cars, do we have to let him pick which radio station to to listen to? Yeah, it's, and he's listening to Joe Rogan <laughs> and Lex Friedman's podcast. All right, you got another one? Yeah, uh, this one is called "Making Island Vanished Podcast." Oh, I immediately think of, of course, what Ellis Island. Ellis Island. When uh, David Copperfield made it, yeah. made the Statue yes. of Liberty. Dis- mm-hmm. I think. Wait, the Statue of Liberty. That's not on Ellis Island. It's on its own island. Yeah, Ellis Island is where they, uh, the the new people who were coming to America would show up, and we'd be like, "Hey, your your name sounds stupid." Sorry, have everybody. a normal American name. Maybe you friend. didn't hear, but David Copperfield <laughs> made the big lady disappear. You're not welcome here no more. <laughs> Capiche? Hey, I'm a real American here at Ellis Island. I don't like immigrants. Do you see a green lady around here? I don't see no green ladies. <laughs> Let me do the Italian guy. <laughs> <clears throat> Just turning people away like he didn't just show up there too. <laughs> hey, I I know it was a long boat ride. I feel for you, but go. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> that would be wild if it turned out that's what David Copperfield was getting at when he made the Statue of Liberty disappear. Yeah. He's like, for my next trick. I will make the Bill of Rights vanish. Oh my God. He's just dismantling America. 
What do you think would be the most uh, impressive thing? Like, I mean, he got pretty big there. Like, I remember, he, I think he made like a a plane disappear, and then the Statue of Liberty. Did he do the Great Wall of China? <laughs> They're like, no, no, the Mongolians are on the other side. <laughs> They've got their one hat. <laughs> They're just waiting. <laughs> I'd like to see him do, I mean, making stuff disappear is one thing, but if you could turn something into something else. Maybe he should team up with that. What, what was the uh, artist who would, you know, cover things with fabric? Oh, was it like Christo? Christo, yeah. Maybe Christo and Copperfield should do a team up. He Christo uh, puts up those big umbrellas, and then when the when the uh, state of California is like, "Hey, you got to get rid of those," then here comes David Copperfield. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now David Copperfield will be making 180 million soccer balls disappear from the mess <laughs> we made. <clears throat> oh. If, maybe what maybe he should be like, why doesn't he use his powers for good? Yeah. Like when yeah, the levees broke, why didn't David Copperfield make all that water disappear? Yeah. Make make the uh make something appear. Hmm? <laughs> like that would be way more impressive. <laughs> yeah. David Copperfield An even just invites bigger Statue of Liberty right next <laughs> yeah. to the one we've already got. <laughs> he just he he puts up a curtain and then when he takes it down, there's an even bigger statue of liberty. <laughs> it didn't disappear. It grew six inches. Six <laughs> yeah, inches taller. He makes, he makes a big, an even bigger statue of the pursuit of happiness appear next to the Statue of Liberty. Everybody's like, he just had it underwater and then they made it pop up. I know how they did the trick. The statue of the pursuit of happiness had been there for years, and nobody just noticed until they turned the the, the stands, you know, twenty degrees. Oh, there it is, the statue of the pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. It's just a it's a guy with a hamburger, and he's masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they say he funded it on Kickstarter. <laughs> Like, is he going to be pantsless, or is he just going to have his hands, like, is it going to be like a sweatpant? Sweatpants, uh, for sure. Okay. This is the pursuit of happiness. He's got a Bluetooth Bluetooth headset, and he's sitting in a recliner, hand down his pants, and he's got a big cheeseburger in the other hand. Is this One of Al Bundy? The big Hardee's cheeseburger that's so messy in the commercial. Oh, yeah, that the, they get the supermodels to eat, and I assume that they like, go and throw it up as soon as... He's got a he's makes... got a thought bubble next to his head, the statue. It says, maybe the sexy lady from the Hardee's commercial will see me eating this burger, and we'll have something to talk about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful statue. That's it was the, the whole reason I bought the burger. <laughs> yeah, you're buying the burger. Maybe the lady from the commercial will see me eating this. Yeah, I'm not normally a burger guy, but I, I know that mm. uh, 
all the Victoria's Secret models are. Yeah, there's all these models eating this hamburger. Maybe if I go there, I'll bump into them. I've never seen them at my Hardee's, but we, we I can wish talk I knew about where their Hardee's shorts was. And, cri- yeah. and our crop tops. I can give her uh, some, some tips on how to eat it a little less messily. Yeah. Somebody's going to have to clean that up. You're like, here. here's a tip. Uh, if you take your shirt off before you eat, then you don't get stains <laughs> on your clothes. <laughs> not, not everybody can get David Copperfield to come around and uh, uh, make a barbecue stain disappear. Yeah, <laughs> just keep David Copperfield on, on retainer. Mm-hmm. Anytime you get a big glob of barbecue sauce on your cummerbund, mm-hmm. you need anything disappeared. I, I know a guy. I know a it's, guy. It's, he it's... can make things disappear. Yeah, or appear. <laughs> David Copperfield just going around giving people alibis. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's here are our options for this week. We have. Finance Leadership, the Expert Wealth Building Business Podcast, the Millionaire's Red Hot Hat Cast, your Kickstarter is, well, wait, it's our Kickstarter is all right, Podstock, Soccer Stadium thing, I just wrote Soccer Stadium, <laughs> Dark Hyman, my bony, <laughs> Dark at Place. Lex Friedman, my brother, and DeVale Ellis, and Making Island Vanished. Okay. I think I like uh, our Kickstarter is all right. Uh, yeah. But I think that what we should be trying to get kickstarted is Dark Hyman, my bony. <laughs> my bo- Maybe. All right. So we'll keep, we'll keep some other things in mind from this episode. But uh, yeah. So, folks, if you want to hear... Our Kickstarter is all right. That's going to be on the uh, Patreon at patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet. That's where we try out all of our ideas and we keep them in a vault like Disney. And uh, for $5 a month, you can listen to all, all there's 70 some odd episodes we've already done. Each one, a unique snowflake. And uh, yeah, you can listen to previews of all of those on our regular feed every Friday when the episode drops we also drop a little teaser uh other than that please call into the podcast hotline again that's 702 p-o-d-c-a-s-p that's 702-763-2277 or write to us at we don't have a podcast yet at gmail.com you can also go over to www.smalldictionary.com that will send you to itunes where you can write a review of our show or go to thecoolpodcast.com which takes you to our website the National Car Registry, where you can, for a small fee, name any car a name that will be added to a National Registry of Car Names that no one can argue with. That's the name of the car now. Have I forgotten anything? I don't think so. All right. Well, folks, that's the show. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.